0: Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 6th, 2021. Glad that you are with me today. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. You created the day and the night, O God. You set the sun and the moon in their places. You set the limits of the earth. You made summer and winter. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Merciful God, we give thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you offer the forgiveness of sin and wash us clean from all evil. By the power of your Holy Spirit, renew our lives and make us worthy to enter into your eternal sanctuary. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 12 and 146, 1 Samuel 15, 24 through 35, Acts 9, 32 through 43, and Luke 23, 56b to 24, and 12. Listen for God's word to speak to you.
1: Psalm 12.
0: Help, O Lord, for there's no longer anyone who is godly. The faithful have disappeared from humankind. They utter lies to each other. With flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips, the tongue that makes great boasts. Those who say, With our tongues we will prevail. Our lips
1: are our own. Who is our master?
0: Because the poor are despoiled, Because the needy groan. I will now rise up, says the Lord. I will place them in the safety for which they long. The promises of the Lord are promises that are pure. Silver refined in a furnace on the ground,
1: purified seven times.
0: You, O Lord, will protect us. You will guard us from this generation forever. On every side, the wicked prowl as vileness is
1: exalted among humankind. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord!
0: Praise the Lord, O my soul! I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long.
1: Do not put your trust in
0: princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day, their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the
1: hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free.
0: The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord opens up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. God upholds the orphan and the widow. For the way of the wicked God brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel 15, 24-35 Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now therefore I pray pardon my sin and return with me, so that I may worship the Lord. Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you. For you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned to go away, Saul caught hold of the hem of his robe, and it tore. And Samuel said to him, "The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you this very day and has given it to a neighbor of yours, who is better than you. Moreover, the glory of Israel will not recant or change his mind, for God is not a mortal; that God should change God's mind. Then Saul said, I have sinned, yet honor me now before the elders of my people and before Israel, and return with me so that I may worship the Lord your God. So Samuel turned back after Saul, and Saul worshiped the Lord. Then Samuel said, Bring Agog, king of the Amalekites, here to me. And Agog came to him haltingly. Agog said, Surely this is the bitterness of death. But Samuel said, as, the sword has, as your sword has made women childless, so your mother shall be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agog in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house in Gibeah. Of Saul. Samuel did not see Saul again until the day of his death. But Samuel grieved over Saul, and the Lord was sorry that God had made
1: Saul king over Israel. Acts 9 32 through 43.
0: Now, as Peter went here and there among all the believers, he came down also to the saints living in Lydda. There he found a man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden for eight years, for he was paralyzed. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and make your bed. And immediately he got up, and all the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now in Joppa there was a disciple whose name was Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was devoted to good works and acts of charity. At that time, she became ill and died, when they had washed her and laid her in an upper, in a room upstairs. Since Lido was near Joppa, the disciples who heard that Peter was there sent two men to him with the request, Please come to us without delay. So Peter got up and went with them, and when he arrived, they took him to the room upstairs. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing tunics and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was with them. Peter put all of them outside. Then he knelt down and prayed. He turned to the body and said, Tabitha, get up. Then she opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then calling the saints And the widows, he showed her to be alive. This became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. Meanwhile, he stayed in Joppa for some time with a certain
1: Simon, a tanner. And from Luke 23 and 24.
0: On the Sabbath, they rested according to the commandment, the women. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that had been prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again? Then, then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen clothes by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened.
1: The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: So, Continuing on in the story of Saul and Samuel, Saul has uh, messed up pretty bad, right? He was told to go and completely destroy this town. He did not do so. And so Samuel says, God has rejected you as a king because you did not do these things. You did not fear the Lord. You did not do the way things God wanted you to do with them. And so you're done. The kingdom is going to be given to someone else who's better than you.
1: Saul saddened,
0: repentant. Maybe because he's been caught, maybe, maybe he's honestly actually sorry. He holds on to, to Samuel's cloak and it rips. And Samuel says, just as my cloak has ripped, so God has ripped the kingdom away from you. And Samuel says, please, please just return back so that I may worship the Lord. And after a couple of times not wanting to do it, Samuel does return back. And Saul and Samuel worship the Lord together.
1: Samuel gets Agog, the the king of the Ammonites, and kills him as this almost sacrifice. It's pretty brutal. And Samuel goes back to Ramah, and Saul goes back to Gilgal, and Samuel does not see Saul again in this life. He and God grieve over
0: the fact that Saul has been made the king. Which again brings us to these questions of, you know, did God not know that this was all going to happen? It seems that Saul had, at least in the narrative, right? Saul had the opportunity to be better, and he just did not rise to the occasion. A couple things to note about Saul. He never takes responsibility for his own
1: actions. John Calvin, Presbyterian Church. This is Aaron.
0: This is the church office, but I can transfer you over to the play school. I don't believe they're in right now, so you'll go to their voicemail.
1: That's all right? All right. You're welcome. I remember what I was saying. So Saul potentially had the opportunity to be better than he ended up being. And that's where we leave the story, right? But
0: we will see what happens later. Then from Acts, Peter goes and he is doing amazing things. He heals a man who is paralyzed. This is Jesus-level miracles, and people are praising God. But not only does Peter heal a man who is paralyzed, because he's done that before, he goes to the um, house of Tabitha, who has died, and he raises her from the dead. People go wild. It's nuts. They've never seen anything like this. Lots of people become believers in Jesus because of these amazing things that Peter is doing. Remember, this is Peter, the guy who denied Jesus three times. This is the guy who was kind of always the guy, the one in the gospel who just steps into the traps and, and speaks first and thinks later. But now Peter is doing these miraculous things, and people are coming to Jesus. So Peter is now out. He's, He's staying in Joppa in the house of a man named Simon, a tanner. Then we have in Luke, the most amazing and wonderful resurrection. Jesus, who was dead, absolutely, totally, without a doubt, dead the women have returned to finish the burial procedures and they find the tomb is empty the stone that was put in front of it has been rolled away and there some mysterious men are saying why are you looking here for the living among the dead didn't don't you remember how he told you that this was all going to happen that the son of man was going to be, betra- be betrayed and murdered but on the third day he would rise again and finally the women Get it. They had heard these things before, but we can only assume that they just assumed that he was talking metaphorically. He had said so many other things that weren't literally true, and they thought, oh, this is just part of that, right? Just like a parable. But in fact, he was telling exactly what was going to happen. They could not believe it until they saw it. And they went and they told the disciples and the disciples, again, don't believe it. This is impossible. This is crazy. There's no way this could have happened. But Peter, at least, Peter goes back to the tomb to see, to explore, to to see if it could possibly be true. And he goes away perplexed and amazed at at all the things that had happened. It will take them a little while to, to really to sink in that Jesus is alive. At this point, on Sunday morning, it's just a crazy thing
1: that they're not quite sure what to make of it.
0: Those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. We praise you, God, our Creator, for your handiwork in shaping
1: and sustaining your wondrous creation. Especially we thank you for the ministry of all the baptized, those who provide for public safety and well-being. Those with whom we work or share common concerns. Opportunities to share good news with others. The treasure stored in every human life. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks that Beverly is recovering from cataract surgery and that Anthony is home, Uh, Lynn's father. We dare to pray for others, God
0: our Savior, claiming your love in Jesus Christ for the whole world, committing ourselves to care for others, In his name. Especially we pray for the church in Asia and the Middle
1: East. Those who seek to save the earth from destruction. Those who work for the benefit of others. Those who cannot work today. All who proclaim your saving love. People of God, for what else do we pray?
0: We pray for Pam, a friend of Bill's who recently suffered a stroke and is going back into the hospital with dizziness and tingling. For David, a friend of Jan Ann's, recovering from triple bypass surgery. For the family and friends of Ben, a co-worker and teammate of Dennis's. For Freddie, who's having a new round of chemotherapy. For Kathy, a friend of, D- of Jan Ann's, who is hospitalized with a severely broken leg. For Sally, a friend of Sandy's,
1: who is diagnosed with cancer. For Jimmy, who is continuing to recover after triple bypass surgery.
0: As you cause the sun to rise, O God, bring the light of Christ to dawn in our souls and dispel the shadows of hatred and fear. Give us grace to reflect Christ's glory and let his love show in our deeds, his peace shine in our words, and his healing in our touch. And all may give him praise now and forever. Amen. And now let's continue to pray the words that Now may the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA, 2018 edition. Our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you for joining me. Have a blessed day. We'll see you next time. Bye.